Hey. Oh boy, oh boy. Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. I am your host, Liz, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus. That's me, in case you didn't know. Um, I was just looking to see, like, how far in advance AEW had tickets. Mm-hmm. About four. Um, <laughs> and at first I was like, ooh, there's a New York date coming up. And I was like, Elmont, New York. I wonder where that is. <laughs> then it said Long Island in parentheses, and I was like, going to that one. <laughs> gotcha. Not the smartest cookie. This was SmackDown. Oh, yeah. I forgot this wasn't about me watching Arya Devari. Damn, yeah. he looks so good. Um, yeah, this, is, this was SmackDown. Um, it it was a fine SmackDown. I uh, I guess there were matches with stakes, which is good. Um, that means the matches mattered. Um, the the main event kind of sucked, mostly because of the ending. Um, but Roman with the crown will be an interesting storyline. Um. Yeah, it was it was fine. It was all right. It was, you know, it was it was an episode of SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you're right. It was. Can't dispute that. I don't know. I I didn't like tonight's episode. I thought there like there were some good parts and like. There were all the matches made some degree of sense, but the problem was was that the the problem I guess for me was that like a lot of the outcomes of the matches were like dumb as fuck. Yeah. Um except one. The Jeff Hardy Sami Zayn match. Well, the outcome of that was still kind of dumb. Like I, I understood it, but like it was kind of fucking dumb. I mean, the storyline kind of made made sense. Sami, this whole time, has been like gloating and touting himself as the locker room leader and the leader of the team, and it was only a matter of time before uh, somebody else stepped in. But what doesn't fucking make sense and pisses me off outright pisses me off why 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 in the world is adam pierce making decisions about the smackdown fucking team we established on raw he is leading the raw team why is sonia was also in the women's locker room the day that adam pierce was also in the women's locker room so but all but remember pierce made the decision about about dominic and bobby so that made it very clear. He was the one who is leading the Raw team. Sonya should be the one leading the SmackDown team based on that logic. But then why is Pierce setting up a match for, to decide who leaves the SmackDown team? 
you're just throwing away any kind of competition between the two brands. Now it means nothing. There's no literally the only person who has been establishing any sort of competition between the two brands. Pat. Yeah. That's the only one that's been like talking shit about Raw. Yeah, and, and not even the teams. I, I'd say Big E. No, not even Big E at this point. Like the teams aren't even talking. Like literally, the the teams that are supposed to be fighting each other aren't talking shit about the other teams. They're talking shit about each other. Right, Roman. Roman's talking about Biggie. He he mentioned Biggie a, a couple times. They haven't even gotten like Damien saying like I'm gonna beat up Shinsuke. We haven't even gotten that. We haven't even we haven't even gotten a full card announced. Like I know we know the card. Mm-hmm. We haven't even gotten it announced. Like I'm my brain cells are being eaten up by this show. I think. Mine too. Mine too. But less so than Raw. Less so than Raw. Um, Alright. <clears throat> Once again, I just want to remind everyone that we will be changing up the format of this show, of these post shows. Um, but it will be with the decision of, of you fine folks and your opinions uh, whether we do, whether we keep doing wwe post shows keep doing what we're doing normal um whether we do um dynamite and impact post shows but the 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 decision there is whether we do a rampage post show rampage live watch along or a, a sunday special uh random show post show could be njpw could be smackdown could be could be uh, uh, GCW, could be ICW, could be anything, any any show that happens. Uh, CW but, still exists. Yeah, it still exists. It's it's happening. There's one show happening like a, few, a couple weeks. Okay, so Google, I did not mean Insurance Company of the West. Um, but yeah, we'll be we'll be putting out another poll for that soon. Um, but if any if any changes were to happen, they would happen after Survivor Series. Nothing will be changed before then. That's if. If we're making changes. Okay. Um, yeah, and at this point, I personally, as one half of the decision makers on this show, would like to make the change. Um, because... Fucking slog. But... If we're gonna lose everyone that watches this show... By doing that, it's not that many people as it is, but you're all very special, and we don't want to lose you. You mean a lot to us, as Liz mentions at the end of every show. But also, if you like watching us, don't you want to see us happy? Do you want to see us like enjoying ourselves, having fun? Hey, Liz. Don't influence them. Influencing. I guess they're trying to make Dante Martin a part of Team Taz. What? That's a little out of left field. Um, Imagine he signs it just so he can get away from Leo Rush. 
Um, Miriam says, what if, and I'm just spitballing here, but we see a pinfall podcast coup on WWE. <laughs> We're the new retribution. <laughs> yes! Come in, chainsaw the ropes, and then leave after a couple months. You just need God to do that at this point. Yeah. It's apparently God did that to Finn. Um, all right. So, you want to jump into the news? Oh, wait, wait I, I didn't give a little rundown of the episode. Hey, you didn't. Well, in a nutshell. So we had, we had some good matches. Um, there, wasn't a, there wasn't really a bad match at all today. All of them were very fun. Uh, like, one bad outcome. Athletically, there was not a bad match. Yeah. Um, it, it was... The through line with this episode was Woods and um, his crown... Or, or the bend the knee, that was the through line story of the of the episode. Uh, there was also Sami Zayn and Jeff Hardy's uh, storyline, who was getting kicked out. Uh, Sami Zayn got booted. Uh, there was a six woman tag match where Aaliyah got her first win on TV and her first match on SmackDown TV, and she got booted from the SmackDown team because of that. So fucked up. Um, I like. I've never been the biggest Aaliyah fan. Like, she deserves better than that. Damn. I I I didn't think she should have been on it in the first place. To be honest, I think she should have been Tony. I I didn't think Aaliyah should have been on it in the first place either. But still, like once she was on it, I was like, well, I wanted to be a dick about it. Specifically, the WWE doesn't have to be a dick about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, the Intercontinental Champion, was pinned clean, so Fucked. that happened. Uh, but that's really it. Xavier Woods lost his crown against Roman. That match ended in a DQ. Um, Roman stole the crown, and that's that. All right, you want to jump into the new into the news? Yeah. Um. I just want everyone to know that the fact that I am functional today is fucking shocking. I died. I died a bitter, bitter, grim death. Uh, for those wondering why Liz is saying that, she got the the COVID booster. Yeah, I fucking... I feel like they're not telling people this because they want to, like... I don't know. Like, obviously you want people to get the shot. Like, maybe you don't tell them that, like, it's brutal. But I've heard from everybody that it's fucking brutal. And the lady who gave it to me was like, you know, most people only complain about sore arms. And I'm like, that's because they're dying in bed. But with that said, before uh, before you think Liz is an anti-vaxxer, uh, get oh, vaccinated. Get you die for a day, but, like, it's better than, like... Liz, you gotta be careful about what you say. Dying forever. People might misread I, you. I never said don't get your shots. I'm just saying that the side effects suck and maybe take a day off from work you the said, day after. You said you'll die in bed. So some some uh, I just said TMZ you'll die article. in bed for like a day, but it's better than dying for like ever. TMZ is going to write a fucking clickbait title saying Liz says or the pinfall podcast says you'll die in bed if you get the vaccine. 
just saying that it's gonna give you bad side effects and you should probably take a day off from work. That's all I'm saying, guys. I promise. Um, someone I worked with was like, oh yeah, I'm getting mine next Friday. And I was like, oh, that's probably for the best because like, then you got the whole weekend to recover. And he's like, yeah, like it's for the best if you don't want to do anything on the weekend. And I was like, better than... Actually, no, I missed a day of work and I'm feeling fine about it. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into the news. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, I just had to add a Ben Affleck-looking morose picture to my retweet of the tweet. Let's see. Got a lot of fucking news. Oh, do we? So, yeah. Well, it's been a couple days. Let's talk about non-WWE, and by that I mean, um, I guess NJPW. Mm -hmm. um, the Super Junior 28 participants have been announced. Um, it is Master Wado, Ushi, uh, Dookie, and then we got Yusuke Taguchi, uh, Taiji Ishimori, Yo, which is awesome. I'm so excited for that. Um, El Phantasmo, Yoshinobu Kanamaru, uh, Robbie Eagles, Romu Takahashi, Sho, and El Desperado, which is going to be super exciting. I'm really excited for this tournament. I think it's going to be so much fun yeah. um it's like hella fucking talent just balls to the wall um plus like that's gonna be happening tag league's gonna be happening which means i'm literally gonna get non-stop njpw content so much mark was like going through like if we were to do a sunday show for this um for next sunday was going through the uh, different things that like are happening between now and then. It's just like something NJPW, something else NJPW, something else NJPW, because <laughs> it's literally all that's happening. Um, we also have some AEW news. Apparently, AEW is going to be changing their presentation when the show moves to TBS in like six weeks. Um, he was on a media call apparently. Um, he said that they're tweaking the look and feel of the show and that they are prepared to go back um, if the fans say it sucks. Yeah. I think is a good idea. I think that's a fair way to look at things. Especially since uh, it's evident because Tony Khan's very uh, present on social media, so uh, he, he will always be around opinions of his show. Yeah. Um, he also did confirm the Battle of the Belts. Um, and he announced that the location of Double or Nothing is going to be held in Las Vegas. It's kind of its wow. homecoming. Wow, that's, that's perfect. Well, yeah, I mean, that's where the first one happened. Mm -hmm. So, I think that's cute. Makes sense. Um, he also had to apologize because he um, kind of got 
in like a little bit of trouble. Um, he first cut a female uh, interviewer off, um, LJ, because she was asking if they had a plan to do something similar to um, power. Um, but like, his response was kind of fucked, I guess. His response was, I'm going to cut off your question right there because I don't think I get enough credit for what I did for the NWA show because a good number of the people that wrestled on the NWA show were wrestlers that I sent and paid. So I do think I contributed because the highest paid wrestlers on that show were actually the people I paid separately from what they already make in AEW to go and wrestle on that show. Um, I don't think they, the NWA, did a very good job of telling people that, even though it was in the deal that we did. I wish they told more people because it was one of the points I made when we closed. I said it would be nice if you told people I'm paying the wrestlers to coming in because that's a big contribution for me, if that makes sense. So I did pay the wrestlers for that show. It's kind of like when you pay for a dinner and nobody thanks you. It's like... Tony. Darling. I feel like the concept of, like, you need to thank me for donating these women is kind of like a fucked way to go from. Uh, well, think of it this way. Um, the, the person who owns NWA is a fucking millionaire. And he had to go out of pocket on this to pay them to be on the millionaire's show. Instead of, you know, I, who, the person who booked the show paying them. I think that's less of a cry to the public about what he's doing for women's wrestling and more so what he's like, how, how shitty this guy is being for not, you know, paying these people to be on his show. That's not what he said, is it? What he said was. They didn't thank me for bringing these people over. It's not this guy didn't shell out for these women himself that's kind of fucked up it was he, the the millionaire didn't thank me the other millionaire for shelling out he, he used the analogy it's like picking up the tab and not being thanked for it um which i i assume that analogy is supposed to be towards the people he's picking up the tab for which is nwa Right. So what I but what I'm saying here is more so not that not that Tony's wrong in that he should have received more acknowledgement from people in charge of NWA. But like that's not the question that was asked and that was not the way he should have responded to that at all. One, one. His response was stupid. His response was like, oh, they didn't thank me, rather than saying like, oh, I don't know, maybe we'll do it. We are, I mean, they already have a problem of not showcasing female wrestling enough in their product, as do many other promotions. It's just a fact. So it's like, if you already have that problem, you, one, should not be cutting off female interviewers. To start. Two, if you already have that problem, maybe you should just be like, we'll think about it. Because no one's going to no, one, no one's gonna come back in a couple months and be like, well, you said you'd think about it. What are you saying now? Like, that's not how that works. 
it was just it was such a stupid way of being like why didn't nobody thank me instead of being like oh i don't know maybe we'll do it maybe we won't we sh- also should just do a better job of showcasing our women I, I do hate to be this person but in fairness to him cutting off the interviewer tony khan is a very frantic person i've i've watched his media scrums and no, he, he cuts off everyone he's twitchy as fuck yeah. honestly but you know what? um it, he, his, the business needs it not slow as vince mcmahon I, I just think, outside of the cutting the person off, which is just bad etiquette in general, I, I just think that his response is like... very... It was just off-base. You know? It's like, yeah. okay, so... Felt like gloating. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it, he made it about him. Right. That's the problem I think that I'm having here. He made it about him when it's very that question was not about him at all. Huh. Anyways, Tony, just book more women on your shows. Easy enough. Easy as. I don't know. I'm not a fucking booker. I mean, um, I mean, to to throw another comparison out there. Look at what WWE is doing. Listen, no. Here's the thing. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. This is why I said. AEW does a shit job of booking their women. A lot of other promotions do a shit job of booking their women, too. At least. At the very least. I don't have Beth Phoenix talking about sexual tension in the middle of my fucking episodes of AEW. Did you know that in the Divas era, women's wrestlers were told to um, go lighter and not be good? Like, they were told some of their matches are too good. Because yeah, no, I knew it that. Looks too I knew real. that. Because they I didn't, feel like even if you didn't tell me that, I knew that. They didn't want the Just women like, to outshine the men. Also, that was not hate to Beth Phoenix. I love Beth Phoenix. I just it was hate to the WWE. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Speak of the devil, and she shall appear. WWE. Um, Drew McIntyre is presenting award during the 2021 uh, European Music Awards in Hungary. Good for him. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. I hope he has fun. Um, also, Rob Van Dam. The whole fucking show. Uh, married Katie Forbes. Um, their wedding took place in none other than Las Vegas. And <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page was there. Chris Bay was there. Karrion Cross was there. Scarlett Bordeaux was there. A fucking cast of characters, if you will. Yeah. Um, but apparently Katie Forbes has been, like, a massive help to him. Um, in just, like, the past years. So, happy for them. Congratulations, kids. Yeah, kids. Yeah, kids. Um, also, Walter, I don't know. Um, so Walter originally said he wasn't going to come to the United States because he didn't, his wife didn't want to. And he, had, he said it was for personal blind. reasons. Right, which I guess, I, I do remember him saying that it was kind of something that he had agreed to with his wife. I right. believe that that was not just something that came out of anywhere. Um, that said, um, and 
I don't fucking blame her. Um, but apparently, unfortunately, he or I don't want to say unfortunately. I don't know his life. Um, apparently, he's getting a divorce. Um, so there's a lot of talk lately that he actually might be open to coming over to the states now, which is interesting because he was just fighting Cesaro. And apparently that match was literally such a banger that the WWE is going to uh, post it um, mm-hmm. on, like, Peacock or something. Makes sense. Um, so, They They also know. had um, Drew McIntyre and C- Cesaro versus Walter and Sheamus. I think... I, I, I think that... Um, Walter's talent is being wasted by NXT UK right now. Mm-hmm. Entirely. Uh, also, I just want you to know that the best friends came out dressed up as actual lumberjacks for the lumberjack match. Good for them. I think it's very cute. Um, but go on. That was it. Oh, I thought you. No. I think you're gonna say more. Um. Yeah, I. I just. want to see him wrestle some of the big guys that the main roster has and i think that there's no better time than now um so i i do hope that this means that he'll come over but also i just hope that he's happy at the end of the day that's what matters that's what matters most here folks yeah um also last piece of news i believe is Corey graves um, Her Graves, I guess, wants to come out of retirement and wrestle. Is he retired? Well, he had too many concussions. He kind of oh. had a Samojo deal. Um, which fine, fine. Him whatever. And- Either have him be coached, managed by Carmella, or him manage Carmella. Either way, both of them need to be working together in the ring. Because I know that would be some really funny stuff. Yeah, I think the only reason why I'm down for a Corey Gray's return is because I want to stop listening to him bully Byron Saxon. He's <laughs> I'm so tired. Yeah, but somebody else um, will take over and bully him instead. No, because Jimmy's also tired, and you can hear it in his voice every fucking week. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, our last piece of news is that apparently Scary Spice called Sammy Zayn a pussy. Good for him. Good so, for her. Take that how you will. <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, one, what is Scary Spice doing there? Two, why is she calling Sammy Zayn a pussy? Um, we we do need to speed through the rest of. Oh, no, that's the last. I told oh. you that's the last piece of news. Perfect. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the. That fucking trap again. Let's get into the recap of the episode now. Um, like I said, very very average episode. We started off with Sony in the ring with the women's Survivor Series team, except one. Uh, she introduces everyone on the team. 
and introduces Sasha Banks. She comes out. Everyone starts arguing, and uh, Naomi runs out, and a brawl starts. And then we get Naomi, Sasha Banks, and Aaliyah versus Shotzi, Natalia, and Shayna Baszler. Yeah, so we start with Natalia versus Sasha. Um, she takes a Sasha takes a Casadora into a face buster to Natalia. Um, Shotzi looked good in this match. What part she was in? I thought Natty looked great. Honestly, a lot of these women looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, it was just that I spent most of the time not remembering the fact that uh, Ash was a face. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, why the fuck is she on this team? Like, why is Natty not on the team? And then Sasha's with the other skills. I don't know. Very confusing. Um, but I figured it out pretty shortly after. Um, so Natty or Aaliyah also Aaliyah breaks out of the cure food of clutch so I guess like that move really is dead it's been dead for so long everyone's been countering it I didn't know I didn't know why aren't they letting her get a new move then let her debut a new move she, she needs to have the elbow stomp be her finisher so tired um she did get the elbow stomp successfully today um, Natalia ends up suplexing Naomi off the apron, um, onto the ground, very nearly, like, smacking her into the announce desk, which was very scary for a second. Um, she also hits Naomi with a nasty ringside snap suplex, like, and by snap suplex, I mean, like, snap suplex, like, fucking right into the ground. Um, back in the ring, she got a big old lariat. Um, and then Naomi kind of was subjected to, a, like, a five-minute beat down from various members of the opposing team yeah which like they were paid by sonia like does not sit right by any means but well, anyways i mean it's probably going to be clipped and used next week and shown by sonia as see naomi you can't do shit and then when? she'll say well i helped uh Aaliyah win so when is when is this story going to turn? Like, can turn soon. I I think it's going to result in a Naomi Aaliyah tag team. Maybe. Um. So, nearly ends when Naomi sends Shayna to the apron um, and Enziguri's her to the ringside area. Um, it's not quite the end of it. Um, eventually, Naomi is slung or slings herself into Aaliyah to tag her in. Um, Aaliyah gets the ground and pound twice on Natalia, mm -hmm. and then hits her with a neck breaker. Um, and then Aaliyah wins by rolling Natalia up. Um, through the sharpshooter after Naomi hangs Natalia up on the rope because Natalia was using the rope as leverage, which is not legal anyways. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. 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 And then we have a promo from Sami Zayn. He says, I'll do anything in my power to ensure victory. The camera zooms out, and uh, he's talking to himself in the mirror. Jeff, or, uh, he says, now is the time for us all to work together. Camera pans over, and we see Jeff Hardy standing there. Uh, Sammy sees Jeff and, and stays quiet. He says, how much of that did you get? Jeff says, I've been here the whole time. Uh, Sammy's like, what'd you think? Jeff says, honestly, it sucked. Uh, we then get an interview with Aaliyah. Sonya walks in, and she says, uh, how long have you known Naomi for? Don't answer that. Uh, I've been advised that you're no longer on the SmackDown Women's Survivor Series team. Oh, hold on, I gotta take her phone. Rings. She takes it, leaves. And then uh, we get an interview with Roman Reigns. He says, you're either here to acknowledge me, or you're here to flirt with the wise man. Wise man, smarten her up. And Paul says, I shall do my best. <laughs> I'm upping the ante against Xavier Woods. Live tonight, Xavier will take a bended knee and acknowledge Roman. If Roman is not man enough to do that to Xavier, then Roman will bend a knee to Xavier. If Roman violates this stipulation, he can be stripped of the title. What I said is a legal and binding oral contract in the Commonwealth of, was it West Virginia or Virginia? Virginia. Virginia. Um, doesn't that make tonight's show a lot more interesting? We then get Madcap Moss and Corbin promo. Madcap Moss told a joke. I didn't hear it. Couldn't hear. Uh, I didn't catch any of it. Uh, but then we get Shinsuke Nakamura. Huh? Did he tell a joke? Yeah, he did. Something about puppy, I think. I don't know. Um, but yeah, then we get Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs versus Los Lotharios. Uh, hmm. You know. You know. Um. What can I say here? What can I say? Um, Boogs is in first. Boogs looks strong as hell. Looks good. Um, he's just fucking tossing Umberto. Um, with like um, a multiple gut wrench suplex. That he gut wrenches him. Multiple times before suplexing him. I don't know how to describe that better, but... Um, Angel ends up getting in with some cross faces to Boogs. Then Shinsuke gets in. Um, he's fighting Umberto for 90% of the time. He hits a big knee across the face of Umberto. Angel breaks the cover, but Boogs takes Angel from the ring. Um, Nakamura is going for the Kinshasa, but Angel pulls Umberto from the ring. Um... And then back in the ring, they hit the, their team offense. I think it's like a sweep the leg and something, a uh, lariat. I don't know. Can't I'm not remember. sure. Um, but who was it? Was it Angel that just rolled him up after that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... Yeah. 
Yeah, Angel, uh, just... Fucking... Beats Shinsuke. Pins him clean. No, no hijinks in any way. Uh, well, this, that shows how much they care about the Intercontinental title. It's so funny to me. I feel like the Intercontinental title is, like, so... chat upon by the writers, whereas the... United States title isn't quite as much, I feel like. It goes back and forth. Remember, yeah, I guess it does. Remember the it's IC like, title when AJ Styles fought Daniel Bryan? It's like they have their, like... They have, like, the interns write for one title for, like, a couple months. Then they switch them over. And, like, the real writers step in. Yeah. But... Or maybe they just like take those writers like off. Like they only have one team of writers for like the mid card title, mm. and then like when the those writers are not writing for one title, then you have Apollo versus Bobby Lashley fifteen times. Yeah, but then, that's how that happens. Then Bobby lost that title in a great way. Um. Yeah, like I said, it goes back and forth. Um, God. Then, uh, we had... <laughs> then we go backstage. We see Adam Pierce, Sonya Deville, and Von Wagner. <laughs> what the fuck? And also, also, can I just say, why is Von standing there like this? Because he wants to make his like tits look bigger. We get it, Von. You're jacked. Well, no, they faithfully took his character from NXT and brought him up to the main roster, where he doesn't do anything. <laughs> so look, look, Kyle's just that good of a mentor. Kyle's gonna get the singles run we all want him to get, unless they stick him with Braun Breaker now. Or they just release him, please. Don't, you don't want to be out of a job. I, sorry, release is not the correct word in this uh, current climate. Um, his contract is almost up. And he doesn't look happy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is where I'm going with this. Um, but uh, anyway, we see Von Wagner without any kind of explanation. Um, Sammy walks in. He says, you should have seen how Jeff Hardy disrespected me. I demand you remove him. And Pierce says, you know what? Maybe that's a good idea. Maybe, maybe it's a good idea to make the team stronger. You and him will have a match, and the loser leaves the team. And then I said, wait a minute, Pierce. You lead the Raw team. You're sabotaging the SmackDown team. <laughs> Unless... Uh, Pierce leads both men's teams and Sonya leads both women's teams. And they're not competing between the teams, they're competing between the sexes. Whoever gets the highest rating wins.
In which case, oh. Sonya, you're fighting a losing battle. Honestly, the uh, women's team, we're just going to be lucky if we get like a... We're, it, if both women's matches last longer than at least one of the men's matches, I will be stunned. <sighs> Do you think Aaliyah's going to pull Alana? Oh, no, Aaliyah's not on the team. Never mind. Do you think someone's going to pull Alana? Just stand there crying and win? infantilized Lana and it was very uncomfortable for everybody involved. Yeah. Both fans and Lana alike. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we get Charlotte Flair in the ring. Uh, she says, Becky Lynch has gone from being the Irish last kicker to the man to Becky Two Belts to Big Time Bex. Who the hell are you? There is nothing natural about you. You're just a fabricated champion. I'm not saying you've never had moments because of me. A Survivor Series at Survivor Series, you're gonna have a few a, a new nickname, Becky. Uh oh. What? <laughs> what? Charlotte beat me. Uh oh. What does that mean? I came back from having a baby too soon. Uh oh. <laughs> not only can I beat Becky, I can beat any woman that steps through those ropes. Just by being in the ring with me, Shotzi made a name for herself in the division. Even when I beat you, you become a star. My nickname should be the Star Maker. And then Tony Storm comes out and I said, Fuck yeah, Tony, hell yeah, Tony, a Tony. I like that we get Tony time on at least two out of three products. Yeah. Um, so she says, Reality is. You don't actually do any of that. The person you were just talking about, she defended her title on Raw, like, last week. Uh, have you defended your title since you've been on SmackDown? Nope, can't say that you have. Why don't you put your money where your mouth is and accept my challenge for the title, uh, tonight? And Charlotte says, no. Uh, and then we get an interview with King Woods. He says, I like that you've just lost over how pointless that entire interaction was. No, because we're going to get that, that match probably like next week or something. Or after Survivor Series. It's going to happen. Um, imagine Liv gets the title before Survivor Series and Tony gets the title before Survivor Series. And then this whole card, the Becky and Charlotte card, hasn't mattered at all. That would be peak. I would love that. That would honestly be my favorite kind of booking right there. You book That'd for one match, hilarious. you actually book a different match. <laughs> um, Alright, so we get an interview with King Woods. He says, I guess I have to fight Roman with one hand tied behind my back. They are sorely mistaken. I'm going to get real real quick. With Roman... Uh, being injured and Biggie getting power bombed on the on the apron. The new day has had it rough, but that will change tonight. I'm about to storm the island of relevancy and plant my flag in the name of King Woods. Roman wants to be a king, huh? Let's get serious. And then we said, Roman is the king. All hail King Roman. I acknowledge thee. Um. Then we get Aaliyah in a promo with Mustafa. And he says, Aaliyah, I get it. One moment you're on top, the next everything comes crumbling down. 
It turned into the worst moment of your life. Ricochet then walks in. He says, I wouldn't believe a word he says. You crushed it tonight. Keep your head high and keep moving forward. And they both walk away together. And most of us standing there like, fuck. I love that he's just like, he's just coming around to fucking stir the pot a little bit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Just here like, don't you also hate this fucking place? Don't you also hate it? Do you want to do something? No, Mustafa, calm down. Uh, and then we get Jeff Hardy versus Sami Zayn. The loser leaves the Survivor Series team. Okay, this was fucked up. Um, so there's a hip toss to Sammy. Then Jeff uh, mounts him in the corner, like two feet on the second rope, um, with some jabs to the forehead. He can't get the stummer on Sam. Stum- stummer. Hmm. Hmm. That's different. Uh, can't get the stunner on Sammy, um, as Sammy counters with a knee to the jaw of Jeff. Uh, Sammy then bops out of the ring, only to get a basement dropkick. Uh, back in the ring, Jeff... Oh, no. Not back in the ring. Uh, Jeff goes for the senton, but Sammy avoids it, and Jeff goes ass first into the barricade. Just... I was almost worried that he was going to go over the barricade, honestly. Look nasty on um, his tailbone. Yeah, no, I, I worry about Jeff's tailbone more often than oh, I feel like I should. Oh, it doesn't exist. Yeah, and that thing's been probably ground down. I think it's probably metal at this point. Yeah. Um, back in the ring, Sammy's choking out Jeff. We're gonna get our fucking... Oh, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Jeff's Jeff team. Hardy. Hey, Jeff. Jeff with the inverted atomic double leg drop dropkick. Fucking... I'm going to make a list of, like, moves that I fucking hate. And above Caden Carter's stupid-ass corner shit, putting Jeff's fucking series of offense. It's so stupid, Jeff. You do every fucking match. Someone's going to have to learn to kick out some part of it. Hey. I I love you, Jeff. I do. You want to know my two least favorite moves? What? The 619, which is just, one of them is the 619, which is just as set up as Caden Carter's. And the other one's the People's Elbow. To be fair, we haven't seen the People's Elbow in years. Good. It's not true. I've seen the People's Elbow very recently, actually, but whatever, it feels like it's been years. Um, I just... <laughs> Love Jeff. Get it? Can't teach an old dog new tricks. sure you can but whatever not the point i just i hate it so much i hate that he does this so much he always does it <laughs> incredible everyone's got their signature you see the reason the reason he does it it's so not much a signature, it's just five fucking moves the reason he does it so much is because nobody's countered it <laughs> no one has i just don't get how no one has he does them so damn fast <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Anyways, that doesn't get him the pin, shockingly. Um, he go. He gets the whisper in the wind. Um, that would not have uh, fucking hit if Sammy had not fucking stuck out both arms in the attempt to make the move hit. Um, then Sammy goes for a backslide. It doesn't work. There's a stunner to Sammy. Sammy ends up rolling Jeff up 
Um, but he gets his legs up on the rope and Jess Carr sees it and is like, you can't fucking do that. That's not legal. Mm. Um, then we get a twist of fate right afterwards and a swanton bomb for Mr. Jeffrey Hardy to win and Sami Zayn has to has to watch as his as his render is just faded from view. That is so. It was so sad watching him watch that. <laughs> it wasn't nice. Is he? This is where we need like Sammy's got to keep up the whole conspiracy gimmick. Like this is this will add on to it perfectly. Get the well, fucking not... get the get the documentary back. I'm so confused. Like, are we still doing? Like, I guess what I'm confused about right now is like, are we? What is the elder statesman gimmick going to? roll into the conspiracy gimmick because like he's doing the elder statesman thing now and i don't know if that's like just part two i think the conspiracy thing is over i think it ended with kevin owens so he's still off his ass though yeah but he's moved on from the conspiracy he knows wwe's out to get him like they've proven that but now he's 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 uh he's given up He's fine with it. Sure. Oh, and the match is sure. over. Whatever. Um, so we then get a promo with Hit Row. They're rapping. I I didn't quite catch anything specific that they were talking about. Um, but then we get Jinder and Shanky. What the fuck? First of all, so Jinder and Shanky. One endeared me tonight. Two, Shanky had no business. So Shanky, <laughs> such a good rapper. So, yes, as as you said, assuming we know what he said made sense. Uh, Shanky starts off by saying, "I'm the real slim Shanky," and he puts on a hat that's kind of backwards and crooked, and uh, starts rapping in Indian. Oh, is Indian the language? Is there a different language? I don't believe so. Okay. Um, Okay. I'm not familiar. Yeah. Indie. Indie, okay. Indie. Um, but yeah, he's, he starts rapping, and the flow is great. Um, and then <laughs> he starts saying, Ice, Ice, Shanky. <laughs> uh, and then Jinder says, DJ Shankenstein, give me a beat. Jinder starts rapping. It's not good. And uh, it's basically a call off to Hit Row. But they do they say anything shitty about Hit Row? Well, they're doing the same fucking thing that they did with Legato. Or they're like, Jinder was like making fun of like. Wait, with Legato? Uh, sorry, they're doing the same thing that Legato did. Huh. With Row. They're making it like this, like culture war. It's very weird. I I won't call it a culture war until Hit Row does something to mock Jinder and Shanky being Indian. 
Yes, I. But I just feel like it's weird that they like this is like the only feud that Hit Row is allowed to be a part of, like, genre wise. Or, it feels very weird and frankly. WWE likes to group factions and stables by culture. It's also a problem. Um. All right. So. It's also why we might be seeing the bar return, but with uh, with Ridge Holland instead of Cesaro. Um, so after that, we get a little vignette for Zia Lee coming soon. Uh, we then get an interview with Ridge Holland. He says, I was speaking from the heart last week. Seamus is my idol. I never thought I'd leave the streets of Lead. Then I saw Seamus making a living. I never knew I could make good money by hurting people. I'm proud to follow in his footsteps. Cesaro walks in. He says, I've known Seamus for a long time. We didn't set the bar, we were the bar. His attitude lately, hands up, or heads up, be careful. Ridge says, I know all about your relationship with him. I'm taking your place. We will be a far more effective tag team than the bar was. If you don't like who I'm if you don't like what I'm saying, you can take it up with Seamus. And then, uh, Roman, we get Roman versus Xavier Woods. Oh, real quick, real quick, quick question about, about Ridge and Seamus. Do you think after what Ridge said about making money off of violence, do you think Seamus will will turn face and be like, oh, that's actually, that's not a good thing. I didn't endorse this. You shouldn't have been learning this from what I've been doing. Or do you think Seamus will be like, hell yeah, violence. Let's do it. Oh, Seamus is going to be down for the count on that one. He's going to be so into it. You think so? Yeah. Does that mean we're, we're going to get a Cesaro Seamus feud? What? Imagine. You gotta, you gotta keep in mind the the audio, the audio cr- crowd. Can't see your mouth move. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Imagine. Okay. That that was good. All right. You wanna, <laughs> Thank you. You want to talk about the match? Yeah. Um. So. Roman gets up on the second rope. He's beaten down Woods. Woods reverses into the same position. Ends up drop kicking Roman from the ring, and then Woods rightfully goes ringside, um, only to end up getting dropped into the announce desk. There is a knee under the jaw of Roman, but Roman bites back with a boot to the face of Woods. He goes for a back body drop or like a belly to back duplex but woods ends up landing on his feet the heel kick to the face of roman then a choke slam to woods woods ends up the with the upper hand on roman as he goes to cover who's there but the fucking usos to dq the goddamn match yep yep but it turns out that a stake was made, and that was uh, Xavier Woods lost his crown to Roman. We're basically getting 
the King Nakamura and King Corbin feud. So we'll we'll see how this pans out. This will probably be done better, but So do you think this means no more King Woods? No, I think we're still getting King Woods. I think he's just gotta fight for his crown now. He's gotta beat Roman. Um, alright, so that's oh, the shit. That's the uh wrap up. That's the recap of the episode. Uh stay tuned everybody, we've got our bests of the night and our question segment after that. If you're if you're uh watching in the live chat, uh leave a question in the chat and we'll answer it after our best bests of the night. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment, and we'll get to that in the next episode. Uh, and if you're listening in the audio realm, join us at the live show. We'd love to chat with you. Um, Alright, so let's talk about promo of the night. Woohoo! Uh... Huh. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Paul talking to Kayla is always fantastic. I kind of want to give it to Von Wagner just because it made me fucking cackle. Um. Honestly, I would not blame you. Charlotte and Tony did, killed it out there, in my opinion. Um... Uh, Shanky's rapping. Ooh. Uh, you know, you know what? You know what? You know what? I'm gonna give it to Charlotte and Tony. I thought they both did fantastic in their promo, and and seeing Tony potentially in the title scene is so awesome. I, hmm, can I give it to you on like the stipulation that it, it better end in Tony in the title scene? Yeah, if it doesn't happen, do you do you want to renege this? Do you want to delete yeah. this? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. So let's talk about wrestler of the night. Not much to talk about. Uh, give you two options, I guess. Uh, Natalia and Xavier Woods. I don't want to give it to Natalia. Really? Okay. That's interesting. Oh, I guess I'll go with you. You gave me the option. I did. I did give you the option. I didn't think you would go with it, though. All right. So, let's talk about match of the night. As always, we go from the worst match to the best match, and Liz will say if she agrees with the best match. So, worst match, the 5 out of 10, Roman Reigns versus Xavier Woods. For for a Woods-Roman match, this was pretty slow and pretty clunky. Yeah. And and the finish wasn't great either. I mean, the, the crown being transferred, that was that was fun. 
Um, it's interesting. Everything else kind of sucked. But every, everything in between was pretty decent. Uh, next up, another 5 out of 10. Shinsuke and Rick Boogs versus Los Lotharios. It was decent. Wish Shinsuke hadn't gotten pinned, but... Um, uh, no, what are you going to do? Book him right? <laughs> As if. <laughs> no. Uh, Alright, next up, 6 out of 10, Naomi, Ali, and Sasha Banks versus Shotzi, Natalia, and Shayna Baszler. It was, a de- it was a decently fun match. It was good seeing uh, the best out of out of some of these wrestlers. Um, wish we'd get some more out of, like, Shayna, but uh, I thought who- whoever looked good looked great. And then finally, my pick for match of the night. Jeff Hardy versus Sami Zayn. I thought it was a very fun, clean match. Um, Jeff looked great. Sami looked great. It was just great fun. And it was a clean stipulation. Match ended how it should have. And and all's right in the world. I, um, I have to agree. I... This was like the one match that really stuck with me too. Um, at the end, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, you want to answer some questions? I'll answer a question. Uh, we've got Miriam's question on Twitch. We'll start with that one. We've got. Let me check YouTube. Excuse me. Um, let's start with Mariam's. She says, or she asks, who do you guys think will be the guy to beat Roman Reigns? Someone already on the main roster or someone currently on NXT? Von Wagner. Um, part of me wonders with the Walter news, maybe it could be. It's someone who would make sense. It's someone who would make sense, just statistically. It is, that's someone who would make sense. It is pure babyface. You're going to get a pure baby face out of this. I, I, you know, a couple months ago, I would have said Finn. I would have said Finn would have been the guy. Um, I don't know. Cesaro. I feel like that's the problem now is that, like, I don't know who's going to beat him. And I don't know if I can, like. Uh. I think it's going to be someone on the main roster. I don't think they would push somebody from NXT that quickly. Um, Daniel Bryan should have been the guy. Cesaro should have. Uh, Finn should have. Finn one hundred percent should have been the guy. Yeah. Um. Uh. It's tough. Maybe Woods. Woods could I was be actually the guy. I mean, he he is one of the top baby faces in the company, especially now with the King gimmick, and and he is in that scene. Whether or not he's just for the Survivor Series stuff, who knows? Um, but they're making a good case for him to be the guy, especially since Roman needed the help from the Usos to beat Xavier, and Xavier already beat Bobby Lashley. Clean. 
It's true. There's a great case for Woods to be the guy. It really is. There, there is. There absolutely is. Um, but will he be? Drew could be the guy. If it's not Woods, it's going to be Drew, I think. Because I think that that's what they're doing with Drew right now, is they're building him up to be this big badass of a guy and kind of a tweener. Yeah. Yeah. Or it could be Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Just you wait. <laughs> I'll uh, hold out. He's not even on SmackDown, yeah, is he? I know. <laughs> okay. He, just, like, wait. Roman's not losing it till till uh, the next draft. <laughs> fuck. Um, they better have two drafts next year that make one in April. All right. So Milam asks, late follow up on this one, but horror movies don't seem Liz's bag as much as Mark's. So what are some of your favorite under the radar non horror films, Liz? Ooh-wee. Under the radar non horror films. Um, I had forty one films in my head. Now they're gone. Um, no, one of my favorite films. Um, it's like, it can be a really tough watch. Um, is uh, the film This Is England. Um, which was one of the first times I ever saw Joe Gilgan in something. And as Mark knows, Joe Gilgan is one of, one of my favorite uh, actors. Um, that's a really good movie. I've never, ever, ever heard of anybody else really talk about it. Um, and maybe that's because it's more of a... I think it might be bigger in Britain, but it's just got a lot of actors that like we don't really see in American media. Um, but that's a really good film. It is a really tough watch, though. Like, it can be very unsettling. But it was then... brought into these, like, three-episode miniseries. Um, they think there's three seasons of it. Um, called This Is England 86, 88, and 90. Like, years. Mm-hmm. Um, which are also really tough watches. <laughs> Especially 86. Um, but it's it's super good. And then I also really love um, Palo Alto by Sofia Coppola. Um, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, do I like other movies? Um, Besides those two? Um... Well, what I I could recommend one that you would definitely recommend, uh, American Animals. I recommend that oh, yeah. to to everybody I know that likes movies or doesn't watch American Animals. It is one of my favorite movies ever. I know Liz loves it. Um, I don't know what other what other uh, under the radar movies you know. I'm trying to think. Like I I I watch a lot of movies. I do. I promise. Um, let's see. Wish there was like a way to like see how look at all the movies you've watched. <laughs> like Mark, like Mark ranks all of his movies. So like, there's like a record of what he's watched. I don't rank movies. I don't buy movies. 
Um, oh, I, oh, um. Hot Rod. <laughs> Hot Rod is a good under the radar movie. Um, I, 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 one movie that I really like, um, there's, what is it? Um, but it's got Guy from Columbo, In Laws. I don't know if this is really under the radar. I don't know how big it was when it was made because it's from like the 70s. I hadn't heard of it. Okay. Um, that. So funny. It is one of the funniest movies I have ever watched. It is so stupid and yet not so stupid that it's like. Bad. It's just stupid in that, like, it's. Like a sur- it, it's like you don't have to like you don't have to be like smart to enjoy it, but like it's like fun. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that. I think um, I think the I'm like I'm looking at like even in our um Netflix, there's not a ton of like movies that I've. Watched. Would you would you count um, Palm Springs as uh, under the radar? You like that? I did like that. Um. Yeah, I think um, this is England is one of the movies that I would recommend over and over to people, assuming that like they can kind of stomach it. It's just got be. Best way I can kind of describe why it's hard to watch is because, um, about this kid who gets in, like, he's kind of it's so hard to describe. Um, basically, the punk movement was it's about like skinheads. How, um, they're like the Nazis kind of became skinheads as opposed to like people, I guess, kind of like standing out for themselves. It was more like the punk movement kind of got co opted by Nazis, and it talks about that kind of like intersection. And this kid tries to like fit in with people. And he's getting bullied and he starts fitting in with these skinheads and it becomes a whole thing. So, like, there's a lot of, like, racial stuff, which is why it's a very tough watch. But it's a very, like, it's just the script is really interesting. It's very, it doesn't feel very scripted. And Ludovico Iannotti is one of the main, like, I think he was the only composer for it. And his music is just stunning so basically what i'm saying is if you're comfortable with it you should watch it it's really fucking good thank you coming my ted talk wow after that roger ebert review how can you not (laughs) and and because we i can't talk about movies and and not make recommendations of my own um last black man san francisco 
uh one of my favorite movies of all time um uh killing them softly upgrade my favorite action movie ever and never grow, never grow old is about an undertaker um and peeping tom i think i talked about that last time about horror movies um yeah those are, oh and and this japanese movie called shadow fantastic movie anyway i'm done interjecting liz that's all the questions that we have would you like to close out the show I, you know what I'd love to do? I'd love to remember movies that I've watched. Um, what? Oh, yeah. So, wait, real quick. So I just want to explain what I was trying to say earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the skinhead movement was working class youths in London trying to kind of like stand out and like you know, con- like they were pissed off because they were being shit on basically there was no upward trajectory which then became co-opted by like people being like well you know who's causing those problems now I just feel like if you don't know about that then me saying this movie about skinheads is really interesting Sounds a little weird. <laughs> Once you get that part, you're like, oh, okay. I mm. promise. Green Room is about uh, neo-Nazis, and I've heard really good things about that. Same with, um, um, what's the name of that movie? With uh, Edward Norton? Curb stomps a guy? Oh, uh, American History X. Yeah, that's it. Right, um, for obvious reasons, I'm not comfortable with a lot of Nazi movies, but um, so Hanukkah's coming out. You want to close out the show? Yeah, I guess I'll start my show. Close out. Um, <laughs> Starting the show? Right now, dude, I'm so confused. Oh, we're not live. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, if you tuned in tonight, thank you so much. Uh, and if you tune in the future, thank you so much. Happy almost... Thanksgiving, I guess. I don't fucking know. I hate Thanksgiving. Happy um, Veterans Day. I prefer Thanksgiving. If you're, um, if you're a veteran and you were a lower class person who went to the military out of desperation and forced to fight for this country and commit horrible acts, I'm getting way more political than I should be. Uh, then yeah. happy Veterans Day to you. used to have the military recruiters come to my school and sit in our lunch cafeteria during lunchtime. It was very weird. Same. Anyways, it's your little uh, knowledge on where I came from. Uh, <laughs> um, either way. Um, yeah, so please tune in to us tomorrow night, I think. You're, you're the one who's supposed to be booking that. I've obviously had a couple things going on lately. Yeah, we're we're gonna do it. We're gonna do a full gear post show. I'm gonna be miserable because I have to be up early the next morning, but we'll do it. I just have to make a graphic. 
Um, it's going to be looser than like a regular post show, in my opinion. And you need to tell me if we have a guest for that or not. I will talk to you about that soon. Um, but yeah, thank you for tuning in. And um, I look forward to talking to you guys tomorrow. Thank you all so much for watching. Follow and subscribe. Uh, check us out on YouTube, the Pinfall Podcast. All of our previous episodes are there. If you're watching on YouTube uh, or on Spotify, join our live show, twitch.tv forward slash the Pinfall Podcast. And if you want to listen to us on your mobile device, uh, we're on Spotify. Search the Pinfall Podcast and we're right there. Um, our Twitter is at Pinfall Podcast. I'm at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at Eliza Elaine23. And we'll see you tomorrow night for our full gear post show have a great night everybody we'll see you then